from the Silent Podcast, where we are anything but silent. Uh, we are here talking about the greatest toy in the world TV show, Lego Masters. And it's time to get your brick on. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Mark. And I am Josh. I am here to get my brick on. Mark, yeah. I'm here to have a high-flying podcast with you today. I'm so happy like to be here every week with you, dude. Like it's so great that we're doing this. Like it feels so great to like talk Lego Masters with you. And if you yeah. want to watch at home, they can tune in. I mean, we're live right now. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Get, getting our brick on live on YouTube, talking about some Cirque du Soleil built out of Legos. Yeah. Uh another incredible just idea for an episode. I just I don't know. You're more familiar with the international versions to know if they've done this kind of thing elsewhere but for me sticking with the american lego masters like this is just such a cool novel idea another ip that i wouldn't expect to cross over with lego and uh, it was a great idea i'm actually not that familiar with the international versions uh okay uh, i said compared to me mark and that's a low bar i know that there's like (laughs) like eight different international versions but um i would love to watch them i heard australia is a good one um but I like growing up. I loved Cirque du Soleil so much. I don't know if you ever caught them touring or anywhere, but like I've seen like a couple of the touring versions of it in high school, and like it's always so cool to see. I love circuses in general, but to see a circus like this where it's all just human on human type stuff is so yeah. cool. Yeah, I've seen a couple performances, um, especially yeah, growing up, caught more of them, and it, yeah, it's great. I mean, I just think like with Lego, like when you can attach like something that's going to give you that sense of wonder, whether it's like you're building dinosaurs or some big epic, you know, explosion or talking about volcanoes, like Mm -hmm. Cirque du Soleil is like, again, just like counterintuitive thing, but like uh, a counterintuitive pairing, but it works because it like Cirque du Soleil, you know, invokes that kind of wonder that you want to get out of like a Lego build. And so I loved it. Like one of the things I absolutely love about, like my brain does not think in straight lines when it comes to Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> and, yeah. brain, and like Lego, you have to be in a straight line. That's like a weird piece. And I, yeah. I, I think that's like one of the cool like, challenges this episode. And there's like, it's just, it's just, they're keeping the hot streak on there. I don't think it's as good as last classic. Again, I will state again, is one of the top 10 episodes of any reality show so far this year. But this is a great episode. So, Mark, are you saying um, that you – I can't remember the exact wording that they used, but um, who's the, the girl – what's the girl pairing with the ukuleles right now? What, what's their names? Oh, Al, um, Al, Allison and Melanie. Okay. One of them, right? She's talked about there's like – you know, there's the planners and then there's like the executors, you know, when it comes to like these duos on the team. Are you saying you're less of the planner and you're more of the executor when it comes to straight <laughs> lines? Because I definitely – when it comes to Lego Masters – not going to be the director picking, you know, exactly what, how to build stuff, whatever. Yeah. I don't have the technical experience, but you put some bricks in front of me, tell me what to do, you know, maybe give me an instruction manual or something and I can put it together. Yeah, no, I'm like exactly Christopher in the way of like, I built a lot of sets, but I've never actually built like an idea from scratch. Yeah. Uh, granted, Christopher definitely has more experience than I. We're going to talk about that, right? I mean, like, that's what it's all about. Like, that's why we're here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Should we just get started? Let's do it. Let's talk about the episode. All right. Like I, I freaking love like the, like they really they really always nail these intro. Like when I'm walking in, you see the Cirque du Soleil banner come down. You see the tumblers. You see the person on the trapeze, and it's just it's like the the world building on the show is just so beautiful from the top. Yeah, 
No, they, we talked about this last week with like the volcano, like the the week before, or one, you know, one of the earlier weeks with like just like the whole intro with like the house and and mm-hmm. everything they're doing there. Like they nail like the ambiance. They get it right. The vibes are set, and uh, it's so fun with like the Cirque du Soleil to actually have like the people, the performers actually there as well. Like it's just I don't know. It's just it's so fun. I love like when you first see Will, he's like, Yeah, did you like me see in that in zebra suit? Like it's just it's just really <laughs> cool. Um, I love how Nina is immediately like there's a lot of concern in my mind about Nina and Sam this episode. Okay. Um, like I feel like this is like I feel like when they have to think out of the box for them is when they get a little bit scared. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean yeah. I, yeah. No, I just I think they just they they seem to bite off a lot this episode. They bite and, off so much. Yeah, they're very ambitious. They're they're very ambitious, even when it comes to helping other people with their builds instead of yeah. their own. So uh yeah, no, it definitely need and Sam. We'll talk a lot about them this episode. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those great episodes where all eight teams are left are highlighted so well. But like how are they highlighted? They have two teams of four. Um, that's the challenge, and they're gonna be doing a circus slate, creating a circus slate show. Um, it could have a story. It should have a story. It should be cool. Um, this is a huge part of the episode. Uh, they have to make four acts: contortionist, balancing, flying, and high wire act. Josh, when you when you were a kid, what was your favorite of those type of things to see in the circus? <laughs> I mean, I think the, like the high flying stuff is so fun yeah. to watch. Just like uh, people like completely, you know, at, for one moment at least in time, completely detached from. You know, the railings, the bars, they're floating up there. It's like, I mean, it's a hold your breath thing. You're scared for them. Mm-hmm. And yet they like always pull it off every time. So, it's so that's, that's definitely my favorite. Yeah. yeah. And like in Circus Slay World, also like the contortionists are always so cool. Just like how you see like all stack on each other. And it's just, oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, but the way the team's going to be broken up, they have to run up to Will and grab like a, like a ticket, I think. And they'll tell them what their team's Cirque or Team Soleil. Um, I got so concerned when I saw this breakdown, like of these, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like Team Cirque is Aubrey, Ryan, uh, Emily and Kelly, Allison and Melody, and Paul and Alita, and Team Soleil is Christopher, Robert, Nina and Sam, Lewis and Alex, and Poppy and Ben. Now, there's a huge difference in like these two teams. One of those teams has been like every team that's been first or second place, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, every single team on Soleil has been has been in the top two so far, at least once this season. And I think three out of the four have been in the top two multiple times. And yeah. so it's just – it's funny. Every single uh, team on Cirque, I think we got a comment from them at some point saying that they wish they were on Team Soleil. Uh, like, so it was, like, yeah. very obvious who uh, – which team was stacked here. I was, like, genuinely, like – like, well, literally, I remember I was watching the episode, like, the first time. I'm watching, like, that happens. It's like, oh, okay. Like, obviously, like, well, we know these four people are safe. Well, these four teams are safe. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we'll, we'll get further, of course, into that whole situation. Because, it, you know. And, like, it just looked so unbelievably unbalanced. It's like, it just. I literally start laughing. Like, I start laughing while re-watching the episode while taking my notes at work today. Um. So they uh, decided to create their stories. Uh, Team Soleil, they wanted to do a moon, like uh, they're thinking about the sky, the sun, uh, sun and the moon falling in love, um, which is a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, a simple idea. And yeah. Team, 
uh, Team Cirque. They were doing a I uh, what was the verbiage? The verbiage was so funny to me. Um, uh, but it was a reverse Little Mermaid, uh, basically. Uh, but they were talking about a woman who wants to become a mermaid. Yeah, and becomes a mermaid. Um, both those actually feel like Cirque du Soleil ideas. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, they're just really very creative, fun ideas, and I think like the fun part was seeing how these both these teams got started yeah. which was you know you see uh i'm already gonna mess up okay you see team soleil like they're all just vibing they're getting it all all their ideas out there like oh my gosh yeah like we're, we're gonna run with it and yeah. then you know team cirque is like there is some tension <laughs> going on there and it's not as smooth as team soleil not at all uh again i think it's got something to do with the fact that that uh soleil has been waning yeah, uh, so much. Um, we should talk about like the breakdown of what the acts were. Ended up being Sunil and Sam, they do the contortionist, Christopher and Robert do the flying, Poppy and Ben do the balancing act, and Lewis um, and Alex do the high wire. And on Cirque, uh, Paul and Alita do the high wire, Emily and Kelly do the flying, Alice and Melody do the balancing, and Aubrey and Ryan do the contortionist. Um, I think that's important to note because it's so weird because I. They all have their important tasks, you know? And in this episode, it doesn't feel like they don't stand out from each other, which is a really cool thing. What do you mean by that? Um, I I feel like... I don't feel like there's ever... Like, it's not like, oh my god, Nina and Sam are going to crush this challenge. It's like, wow, that team's doing really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the it. whole team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, speaking of Nina Sam, this is right when they, they, they volunteer to take on the role of building, kind of, I think the scaffolding aspect like of the each set, of the, basically, yeah, 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 and, and at least building a crucial piece of that for everybody, and um, to make it consistent. And you just, again, you just feeling like, okay, this team, they, they've got it together. Nina and Sam are the most capable team so far this season. So the fact that they're taking on a little bit more to make the whole build better at this point, right? We don't know the second twist that's second part of the rules that are going to come to make it an individualized portion so it may it really made sense that like okay one team is going to make this very consistent they're going to do the part to make the whole build good um i did say before the episode started um i think i to my wife i don't think i said it on the podcast but i was feeling it going into like last week from last week to this week i was like this feels like the challenge like one of these challenges where they're going to have like this part way through we haven't gotten those this season yet where there's going to be a twist halfway through. And we do get that this season, this mm-hmm. episode here, um, which it was kind of predictable. Like they were building their own sets. I wasn't too surprised when they came out and said that there was actually going to be an individual portion. Yeah. Um, do you want, do you want to tell, say what the individual prize would be? Um, yeah. Well, the, the individual, well, they announced, they announced the prize at the beginning or was it halfway through? It was to, like midway through. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. It was part of the twist that they got to go see a Cirque du Soleil performance in Vegas. Is yeah. that that's the the entirety of the thing, right? Yeah. Is that two tickets? I can't choose the show. Yeah. I would choose Love because I love the Beatles, and I heard that show is amazing. Or Ka, is the one with the floating stage. It looks really cool. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. So yeah, they 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 there's a twist that there's a prize, you know, to to actually go see the show live. And um, I mean, that changes it probably for some people, but I think in general, most of them are like, if we just make our team build good enough, like we'll be set because none of us will go home. Yeah, um, I love how they use Christopher for his uh, super villainous with the recon. <laughs> like, and I just love how every episode is going to have him be like in the back, like, 
I'm not yeah. Looking, but like clearly looking, it's so great. Uh, like, I mean, for those that aren't watching us and that are listening to us, he literally is in the frame of like a good portion of the episode just staring at people. Also, did you did you notice that Robert is speaking a lot more now? Yeah, yeah. I think I think Christopher and Robert are close to being the main characters of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right, Christopher is giving the most. Um you know, and he's getting the most screen time yeah. and interactions with Will. They make sure, you know, he's like, I don't know. There's not really usually like these like um, running bits that Will has with people. It's not very common that he has running bits. It reminds me of Boone with like when he'd go to Boone for like yeah. the song, you know, and now he's going to Christopher for the villain bit. And I just feel like, okay, they're setting us up to get to know him. I think they're going to be here for, for a long time. And that yeah. also matches their capabilities with building, of course, but just doing a little edit reading, I think, I think Christopher and Robert, now that he's also speaking more too, they're going to be around for a while. I would, I would bet on it. Um, I do love that. We uh, get to like quickly realize that the two teams think that the other team is copying the other team. uh, Because (laughs) the fact that the walls are blue. Yeah. uh, Because space and underwater are very similar color schemes. Um, And they really are like, Hey, are you doing space? No. Are you doing water? No. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like how Emily was like, why would you tell them that? You know? And I was like, oh, it's fine to tell them. Like, no one, they're not going to steal your idea at this point. Like, just the fact that you're saying, like, oh, we're doing the mermaid theme underwater. Like, it, like, why would they st- go and then just, okay, let's just copy them at that point? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it kind of bugged me that she, like, several that. Yeah. <laughs> just change it all. Like, that's like always a good idea. Just change it all at that point. Yeah, I can't think of any edge you would get at that point if you just knew the general theme of the one other build in the room. Can we like talk quickly about the push-up contest? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I I honestly it, great uh improv abilities to just come up with that as a superpower. Like Christopher being so evil as he likes to be, in quotes. Um, I'm not really calling the guy evil. I don't think he's evil. No. It's like, yeah, I will cheer you on while you do a push contest, Will, with uh, against against Robert. And also Ben joins too. And it's like you see a little push contest happen for like 10 seconds of the show. Yeah. No, it was fun. And then yeah, yeah, like I said, Ben jumps in, and then uh who is it, Melanie, um, that comes in and jumps on uh yeah. Robert, uh, yeah, Robert, at the yeah. end there. So like, there's good vibes, and like, I this seems like a very fun cast to be around. Like, I know we like, it's not like there's a bunch of sourpusses here on Lego Masters, but like, this just seems like there's a really positive air, even in how they're interacting with each other. One hundred percent. Around this point in the episode, is they start showing the uh, issues that Paul and Lila are having with their track because they. They have a different mechanical situation than uh, the other teams do, where it seems like they have like it's not like they have like a train engine of some sort. Yeah, um, yeah, they're using they're... like the train, yeah, the train function yeah. to like build it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's they like that thing was going kind of fast and a little concerning, and I'm like, is this the end of their? Because I've always like I felt like for a few weeks now we're getting close to possibly the end of the story. I don't want them to leave, but like it feels like. The way that the other teams are building, I feel like they're in that like bottom third area. Yeah, no, it definitely does, and like, uh, it it, it feels like like I talked about this last week. They, they don't, they just don't seem like that ambitious, and it could be because they're they they know their capabilities and stay in their lane. You know, so much of the early weeks just don't be last place, yeah. but eventually they're gonna have to take bigger swings if they're gonna want to stay in the game. Just because compared to what um. 
oh gosh, I got to remember the names. Lewis and Alex built, you know, on the other side. Uh, you could just tell like there was just a level of skill involved that they just they they, they weren't able yeah. to push for the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I do wish that they do what uh, that they continue to grow in the show. Um, and that yeah, like, I don't want any team to do bad. I like I really like this cast a lot. No, they, it's Lego Masters. No need to be negative. We're yeah. we're both we're not rooting against anybody. Like we no, we're not. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, talking about like like giving everyone a, a leg up. Um, I'm so happy that I saw a Lego Learning segment come back. Mm, Those yeah. are so common in the earlier seasons of the show. And they yeah. talk about translucent bricks and how to use them and like translucent parts. And they're very important. I have the Sonic set at my apartment. The uh, one that that's um, oh my god, I forgot the name of the, of the first level of Sonic. Uh, <laughs> Don't ask thing. me. Yeah. Um, but how wow! I'm so embarrassed. I forgot. But um, I'm a nerd and I fuck up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but it's like it has like a couple of those translucent pieces because uh, you have the rings floating and it's like it's really cool. Like it looks really cool when those pieces are used well. Yeah. Okay. Google is turning up Green Hill Zone. Is that what yes, you're thinking thank of? Yes. You. Green Hill Zone. Oh my god! I was like, oh no! <laughs> like, I can't just Google search right now. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, I, I I do like this. I like that it's just it. it everything in the show is so well done. I like that they're teaching us a little bit of the lingo. They're making everybody that watches it a little bit more of a Lego fan, super fan with the insider knowledge. And they're teaching you like techniques of like if you yeah. wanted to build a mock, a word that they defined for us earlier this season in one of these segments. If you wanted to build a mock at your at your in your own home, like you could, you know, have some more tools now and how to do illusions, like they they demonstrate here. Like I don't know if you remember this, because like, like, this was like I barely remember it at all. But like as a kid, like when I was talking, I'm talking like three and under, I remember Mr. Wizard was on like Nickelodeon, and like the way that like Leo Learn happens is like how he would teach science. Okay, um, like where it's like not like it's like yeah, clearly he knows more than me, but <laughs> he's doing it in a way where I want to learn more. And that's exactly how Jamie and Amy host those. And I love the Lego learning segments so much. That's great. I don't know what you're talking about. But it sounds awesome. I know. <laughs> years older, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Wizard is a thing that was, I think, on Canadian TV that Nickelodeon had too. And uh, me being at, watching TV all day long, every day, would watch it. <laughs> great. It, this guy does look familiar here, Mr. Wizard. But uh, yeah. I did not, uh, did not remember him uh when you first mentioned him so looks like a really great mr rogers-esque exactly. sciencey mr rogers that's what i'm gonna call him <laughs> i mean it's true uh yeah. yeah um so we get like we're like starting to see things come together and i notice how big everything is on soleil like the sun that they that christopher and robert built is like at least a foot like ball like it's like it's like a foot like it's yeah amateur like a foot yeah, uh, it, it, it was I, I honestly it was like I my worries were obviously with the other team and what they were going to be able to, to turn out. But I was not worried for a second what these this team was going to be able to build. And they still impressed me, even with my high expectations of what they could you know yeah. bring out. Like the whole episode, I was just so scared for Team Stark. Yeah. Yeah, but the ball, like you're talking about, like it, the 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 moon and the sun are rotating in like in yeah. different directions as well. Like it was just so cool when they they finally d- displayed the the final version there. I think we gotta talk about now Nina and Sam, um, since after Sam and Nina have been building the walls for everyone, um, we get to the point where I actually start getting very concerned for them because 
the mechanism isn't working the way it needs to, and it looks like it'll like their contortionists would probably bump into each other the way the mechanic is working. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, they're gonna like mess themselves out of this game. And... Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I said I wasn't worried about this team, but I was worried about them. Like I, I I again they're so ambitious, like just with what they're they're the swings that they're taking. Uh-huh. It does feel like they like it's either like a home run or it could be a strikeout. And like I was very worried that they weren't gonna recover here, but they did totally fine. Like it was really cool. It's a very like unique idea for contortionists with them being so packed together and like yeah. having every, all these different um, limbs and stuff and different directions. Like it uh, very, very creative build and just like not what my mind would have gone to as far as contortion goes, but like it works so well. Like the finished product of it, it's like 10 P 10 characters on there probably. And it like when, when they ran into this issue with the, with their, with their base of it, I think there's probably three hours left, but it'll look a lot worse. Like it'll look, and then like he like knocks over a wall, and you're like, oh no! Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, because like it, right before commercial break, that was definitely sketchy. Oh, uh, this this show's got some good editing. Um, <laughs> should we talk about the finished products now? Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go for it. First off, I hope Poppy's okay. Um, uh, yeah, I was getting really worried about like the first Lego Masters medevac here. I, I, because I would, you know, because the, they, the, like the, the preview had the whole yeah. Like, the I was like, they're, they're having, I'm like, oh no. Yes, the preview really contributed to this, which like is like, cut that out, Fox. Like, don't do that to me. Like, I was like, oh my god, Poppy's done. He's he's like, like not died? not dead, not dead. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I was just like, okay, like he's he's not gonna be able to compete, and they're gonna have to do like this thing where Ben has to leave because he doesn't have a partner anymore. Like literally, my brain that whole like for the next like seven minutes, of the episode was just like, is pop pop is Poppy okay? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, like is this a thing? Because like Jamie says it so seriously, and that's just the thing about Jamie. He sounds serious. Four percent of the time. Yeah. No, I'm glad you had the same reaction to me. I thought this was like some like horrible ending to this episode. I was like, oh man, not Poppy, not Poppy. So thankfully, Poppy's okay. Yeah. But I, at this point in the episode, was definitely worried, stressed. Uh, in. Yeah. So we get to uh, Soleil, and of course, Chris is going to be their ringmaster or narrator, and um, he is that man. I mean. I'm seeing this as an actor. Um, that man and a storyteller. That man knows how to tell a story and weave a yarn that is so good and so fun and so engaging. And I really hope he starts podcasting or something. Like he's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Um. You. You. I, I didn't synchronize my stomps with you when you were talking. I forgot. Oh my what god! I did so on. <laughs> I loved it. It's so. It, you know, like I just. I know he puts on this show, but like I, it, it's it. There's a vulnerability to the way that he just like puts himself out there. Like he just goes full tilt, full like throws himself into these presentation pitches to the builds. Like I, I, I really, really like him. Like he is maybe one of my favorite characters so far. Like mm-hmm. of the whole show. Like and I, I did. I thought he was gonna be annoying because I thought yeah. it'd be too much. But like the passion is there. This isn't someone who's just on Lego Masters trying to become an influencer of like, you know, like he has no, he doesn't care about Legos. He's just this big personality or something. No, like this guy like genuinely is like loves Legos 
as you know, we saw in his backstory package where he has like, you know, he's going for the world record for like most sets. Yeah. And then also just is like this really fun, big personality and he's just leading into it. So I, I, I love it. I love it. We should see if we can get uh, to talk to him. Yeah. After the season's done. Definitely. Um, That'd like, be so fun. We like definitely on my list of people that I would love to talk to from the season for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so he sets up the story and um, we get contortionist first. Which is which one was that? That's uh, the United Sam. Yeah, really cool. It's also really cool that you see that they all like spinning like slightly different speeds. Yeah, no, the the way I don't know how what was going on with those gears under the floorboards, but it worked. It was so cool. Um, after that, we get uh, the aerialists, which is uh, Lewis and Alex. No, no, they're the high wire. Um, Christopher Robert with the with the moon and the sun. And it'll, okay, this is my biggest negative thing about this build. It's kind of boring, except for the massive sun, in my personal opinion. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm. It's not the 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 poppiest thing that they've built for sure, but I do think it's incredible how the the way that the four different characters, the the mm-hmm. sun and the moon, and then the Cirque du Soleil actors above them, like the way that they all turn separately was so impressive. So I, I just like, I don't understand how they do that. So yeah. I was very impressed with it. Uh, they did the balancing act, which is Poppy and Ben's part. And like, this is like a very cool, full, like fully realized quarter of their act. Like it looked really amazing. Yeah, no, I, it, it, it honestly like looks so cool. Like the way that they have like the character that's front and center, they really nailed like just, I think the storytelling of this mm-hmm. uh, build. Um, and I think in my personal opinion, the best of the eight um, it's Lewis and Alex with the high wire act, like how they had two different motors moving a, a long stick, um, like a long technique piece that had, two characters like floating on it. it looked so cool and the background like this like the solar system was amazing yeah I, I i was very much on the same page i fully expected that they were gonna win this i just thought it was like i was like oh this is the obvious winner like they um you know they they won another competition here but um yeah i, I don't know exactly why they didn't win but i i, really, I, have, really a, thought... I have an idea why they didn't win i'm i will talk about it when we get there because okay. i think it's not just what that build was, but I think it was also like the bounce back too. Mm, got but it. Also the build that one, I think is stunning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. We'll get to it. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I, but what, I, I fully thought that this was the best one. Same like, picture. I literally saw that four and I'm like, okay, they, they won. Yeah. And like that was like, it was like, I was, I can't express how much shock went through my body in the last six minutes of this episode. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's okay, not, well, yeah, so yeah, we, we'll talk we, about it for sure. We get to Team Cirque, and I believe it was Kelly who was doing it. It was Kelly Remley. Uh, which one was it? Um, uh, let's see here. I don't remember specifically. I believe it was Kelly because Kelly's one's got like the more energy. Okay, because like it was a big like, haha, we're here type. Energy yeah, show. yeah, 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 yeah. De- definitely, um, definitely. And there's right from the get go was just so cool. Um. Like, it didn't have the same. Everything was the same thing. Like, uh, like the way the first team was, like how it all looked. Like it was in the same show, but yeah. it all worked together in a really cool way. Um, I thought the hype, the that Nalita and Paul worked out some really amazing things to make the high wire work look so cool. 
And like I love how they have like the like, little characters below it. Um like, yeah. The, yeah. Definitely. I thought that I thought that they ended up doing a great job. I was a little nervous with their motor, like you were talking about before, but um and I I, I do think when you compare their build to the other one from you know Lewis and Alex, I do think that theirs was maybe like the worst by comparison just because Lewis and Alex's was so smart with how they built it with a weird with a the slight little function that tipped the wire and made the characters go back and forth really smoothly um so I think that that you know like we've been talking about one of the big themes of this season has been like building similar builds to other your competitors and that's come up almost every single episode here and I just felt like it did hurt Paul and Melita by comparison um that Lewis and Alex is just, I thought was just so much better, to be honest. I think it helps uh, Team Cirque that uh, they, that that was their first act. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it builds up in a good way. Um, and that, yeah, I mean, that that's exactly what I think happened. Um, we get the flying, which looked really cool. Like, I like how the character always looked the same to yeah. a certain extent. Um, and this was she had like a little bit of like a fin happening towards her feet. Um, and like she was like the mechanism was like a kick type thing all the way up in the air. It looked really cool. Yeah, no, solid build. I, I thought this was just a very solid one. Like, no worries that it was the worst one. Yeah. Maybe not like obviously the one of the better top two potentials, but like definitely was a, a solid build. It was one of the good, it was like it was a good storytelling build, which I'd yeah. say what this whole piece was. Um, then we get to Allison and Melanie with the balancing, and this was like really cool. Also, weirdly, fact I think this is the first time I didn't see much purple at all in their build. Um, uh, it was like <laughs> mostly a mermaid, and there's no mermaid teacher. I'll be a mermaid. It looked really cool. Yeah, I guess they had to conform to the the color scheme of yeah. everybody else, and they seemed like they were the best team players of everybody there, as far mm-hmm. as like kind of just willing to like. You know, go along, build build everything together. They were kind of seemingly a little bit frustrated with some of the tension that was happening. So I think that they probably were just like, okay, let's just we're not going to put our own little spit on it. We just want to do what's best for the team and and build something together. Exactly. Um, and then we get to Aubrey and Ryan with the contortionist, um, which was like the full blown mermaid. Um, and the design on that character was so beautiful that. It was hard to believe I was looking at Brick. Yeah. Because, like, again, when you think about Lego, when I think about Lego, at least, I think of, like, the two-by-four block, basically, what we have happening on our background. Um, Like, I think of that. I think of, like, a very straight line. And they were somehow able to make it not look like straight lines were happening. Yeah. And they also, uh, they... Um, they've been really nailing the like set of, of whatever the story is, like the background and all the details. The fact that they had like, I think the most mechanical um, functions of anybody in, uh, in the whole competition, they, they made a point to say that they had like nine different motors going on or something underneath the surface. And a lot of it had to do, I think with like the seaweed was moving up and down. And like it was kind fish, of, yeah. Yeah, so like I'm just saying, like there are subtle things that like I I get that maybe doesn't stand out super well for us as viewers of like just the intricacies of those things to pick those up without like more time to look at everything. But I I was very impressed. This was also I thought like the obvious second top two build of the episode, um, and so I was surprised that they won. But I like it wasn't. This isn't a travesty. This isn't some sort of conspiracy no, that they it's won. It's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not like it's like Paul. It's not like. uh 
Nina and Sam winning every time type thing. Like, how does that happen? It's like, yeah, it was like a very much. It was really cool seeing them bounce back from last week. Yeah, um, no, definitely use their natural skills of building beautiful sets, um, and like making this like it was there was so much mechanism happening in that build, and yeah. it wasn't distracting. They just seem like such a, a wholesome couple too. I'm definitely like I, I definitely am rooting for them. If they go far, I will not be disappointed. Like they just I, I, I don't know. I really like this couple a lot. I feel like you've turned on that because like you no, say, I do. Yeah, yeah, like because you're like meh. And I was kind of like, I was like, always like, okay with them. And you've been like, but now you're like, yeah, I want them. Like, I like them. They're like enjoyable people. And they seem like they're having a good time. Yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like they've grown on me. Um, and so the, I, again, I'm not rooting against anybody. There's no one in the season. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, against, yeah. But I do, I am surprised that like how much I am kind of invested now in, in seeing them do well. So probably helps that they had a hard week last week. So they feel like there's a little bit of an underdog to them now. So yeah. uh, that, that helps. Get, get me in their corner so then we get to like the the judging and like it was so fascinating to see this type of thing happen where i think what i think personally what happened was well, well you see them all like you see everyone looking very anxious and scared like being like what's happening what's happening and you keep hearing like like basics of like jamie and amy deliberating of like technique versus story and like, <laughs> like what is happening like and it clearly means that in my mind that Jamie was championing uh, Team Soleil and Amy was championing Team Cirque uh, because she's more of a story person. He's more a technical guy. And we get to the – we have to talk about something serious. Like, like what, what what's happening in a commercial break? And you're just like, oh, no, who's going to win? Like, what's, what's happening? Like, oh, my God. And we find out there's a tie. No team is going home. No, no one's going home. They all win. Yeah. I which I thought was very fair. Like there was this just would have felt like a really bad week to send somebody home. It didn't did not feel like there was a dud. Did not feel like there was an obvious even bottom two like to pick from. Um, I know we talked about I think like maybe uh Paul and Melitas would probably be my least favorite, like I said, but that has a lot to do with by comparison. It was not a bad build um by any means. And so I, uh, I I don't fault them for not sending anybody home. But my question, Mark, is like putting on my tinfoil hat. Like they had the banner ready to be dropped from the Cirque du Soleil performer. Saw, yeah. Do you feel like they had this planned? Were they hoping for a tie? Or was it a genuine Jamie-Amy stalemate? Okay. I think they had three banners made. Um, <laughs> okay. because the, they do normally have a non-elimination episode or two. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, and like I don't, but I don't feel like this was one. That debate seems like it went on for a lot longer than it was shown. Like it looked like it was probably like a five to ten minute long debate. Yeah. Um, from like the way the energy was of the contestants of standing there, um, and I feel like normally it's like oh, like maybe like two to five minutes tops, you know, yeah. or what, like like a normal a normal amount of time, but this yeah. felt like a lot longer. I do feel like that, of course, the banner was made just in case. But I don't I don't think that this was intentionally gonna be that episode. Yeah. I mean, I would think they would have a, a much tougher time if there was an obvious like build, you know, and they all of a sudden are like, ah, you know, th- it's a tie when like somebody like didn't complete something, you know, yeah. or like like they didn't like uh you know, finish their build. So uh, yeah, it, it felt like a good week to do it, but I just was like, okay, they seemed a little too prepared to have it be a tie. 
because in my mind, I feel like there's always one or two weeks where no one goes home, right? Yeah. It's normally one like earlier in the game and one a little bit later in the game, like three weeks later. Yeah. Um, and this did not feel, I don't know, it didn't feel like that to me necessarily. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, it, it, it felt fine. It felt fine. I just, when they unfold the banner and they had this whole plan of how they were going to announce yeah. the tie, that's where I just felt like, eh. Like, I also love, I, I, think, know. I think it was like Sam that was like, it was just nice building Lego people. I'm like, yeah. yeah this was a very fun episode in that regard just like it was like a whole team bonding experience you know where people got to just like collaborate and they produced some really cool designs and builds together so very fun episode even you know like even if it was a little less dramatic at being a non-on and also as we mentioned before aubrey and ryan win i think that they won because it was an interesting build and it was i think because they grew so much uh, with the, they took the big, they took the big Nina and Sam swing, you know, and they, it paid off. Yeah, yeah, I, I, good, good for them. I hope they enjoy it. Leave the kids at home. Get a babysitter, okay? I'm with uh, yeah, um, Ryan on this one. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, just enjoy themselves. They've earned it. I also love that when the episode ends, Amy almost starts crying. Well, it's like nobody's going home this week. Like, <laughs> I love Amy. I know I, they picked they picked great judges. Uh, I love Jamie and Amy. They I, I love how Amy cries every episode. I, I feel like that's like you know she just feels like there's so much tension and emotion, and she's just so invested and good for her. I I want to see her cry even if no one goes home. <laughs> I, I just lo- I love her accent. I love that she's like a giant woman who's just so like ready with her emotions. I'm like, that's me, you know. Like, I love it. I love it. She, she makes me so happy. Um, yeah, she's always really sweet. Whenever I like tweet or DM her or whatever, and like it's always like she's good energy, you know. Like, yes, yeah. people should be in touch with their emotions. Absolutely. Uh, should we talk about what next week's episode is? I'm very excited about this. Okay, I already forgot. So tell me. Yes, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So it's um, Will, Detective Will, I guess. Oh yes. Uh, but uh, it's his office, and they're gonna ransack his office and replace an item with a Lego version of it, which means they're going hyper realistic. They're going big. They're going bold, but realistic. Um, this could be very amazing. It looked like some teams are gonna have some hard times. Um, and I'm excited about this. I think it's gonna be fun. And it looks like a team is doing his desk. I couldn't tell if it was Nina and Sam or Aubrey and Ryan. Um, but I because I saw um Sam and Ryan moving the desk. Yeah, that's crazy. The desk, yeah, it's probably like Nina and Sam just take biting off more than they could chew. <laughs> um, and then using the golden brick or something. I don't know, but uh they yeah, I don't know. That it'll be really fun. Have you ever seen Murderville, Mark? Yes, I have. Okay, because when I saw this, I was like, "Is this a crossover?" Then I had to remind myself that Murderville's on Netflix, and you know they don't own the rights it, to that. But it possible. felt, yeah, it felt very much Murderville to me. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that that's our episode this week. It was a fun one. If you're able to see Cirque du Soleil and you haven't seen it, go see it. Right? I mean that's that's what's about, right? You know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And if not, build some Cirque du Soleil at home with your Lego. Yeah, dude. Get the technic brick and make the cool sliding stuff that uh, Lewis and Alex did. Get what? your brick on. Hell yeah. Uh, Josh, how can people follow you? Do you have anything exciting happening? Uh, follow me at Josh Kettles. Uh, just really excited to continue podcasting about the season of Survivor at futurepastsurvivor.com. So find me there. Very excited to be going to the Survivor live show here on the West Coast yeah. um, in two days. 
to hang out with some survivor players and fans and um so um excited for that connect with some reality tv and some fellow silent podcasters that will be there so excited for that what about you mark um you can follow me at mark lee 85 on twitter instagram letterboxd um i've been reviewing so many i've been watching so many horror movies recently um and i'm sad halloween month is almost over um seen some really cool ones uh I will be doing Exit Press uh, every Thursday morning. There's an eliminated contestant team from Amazing Race. Had a really great one this past week uh, and really enjoying that. You can uh, happy to be here every week with you, Josh. And I podcast a good amount of weeks with Sabrina uh, talking Amazing Race. Um, yeah. And I might be doing some LRG content soon again with Davey. Uh, we're trying to figure out schedule stuff. My schedule's a nightmare right now, but um, <laughs> excited about Excited for this content. It's just good stuff. Um, and I'll, excited for Big Brother to be almost over. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, it's already over for me, to be honest. It, I, yeah. I gave up. I gave up. So uh, my one and only Big Brother season that I've watched, and I only made it about 75% of the way through. But they also, this is 100 days. This is ridiculous. It's so, too anyways, long. It's I know this long. is a Lego podcast, but like, yeah, I, I'm done with Big Brother. Never again. I don't care who <laughs> they bring back or put on the season. Not happening. Justice for Suri. Hopefully she stays. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we just went off the rails there. Uh, thank you for tuning in to get your brick on. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.